1: or starting a successful business, or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. So let's get right into it. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Dream Bigger podcast. Today's show is with one of my dear friends, Jordan Younger, founder of The Balanced Blonde. She has a podcast, The Balanced Blonde, Soul on Fire, which I love. And we're actually doing a swap this week. So um, you should go listen to that episode as well. Um, that'll be live on her, her show. But This is Jordan's second time on my podcast, and I really wanted to have her on for a second time because since she came on the first time, which was last year, she has had a baby and she's gotten really into astrology. Now, what's really interesting is This was also my second time going on Jordan's podcast and the first time I went on her podcast afterwards we were chatting offline and I was like Jordan you are so talented when it comes to astrology like why don't you start doing readings on people and so I'm so glad that she's kind of been pursuing this Side of things because she really is such a talented, intuitive, um, and I don't know. I just I, I felt like this was her calling, and so it was super cool to hear about her journey. I feel like this woman looks into your eyes and sees your soul. I cannot even tell you what it's like sitting in front of her. Um, I just think that she just sees people. She is an incredibly talented astrology reader and just an incredible human being overall. So, um, today's episode we go. Like deep. I'm talking deep into astrology. Every question that you had about astrology is being answered today. So if you have been like remotely interested in this stuff but you're like what the hell does that mean sun moon rising like what do all these like planets mean when it comes to my co-star like if, if you have a co-star account which you probably should because it's really really interesting so jordan answers all of these questions for us and um i think that it's just a really really interesting conversation which you guys will take a lot away from she is my spiritual junkie friend i can always go to her talk and talk about like all kinds of woo stuff and you know i feel like we Speak the same language. So it's a really, really fun conversation, which I'm excited to bring to you. Okay, this week's hot tip before we dive into the episode is hot cold therapy. I don't know why I waited so long to do this whole sauna. Ice bath circuit situation, but it is really life changing. I did it for the first time a couple of weeks ago, um, actually in a place in Toronto called Other Ship, which if you are in Toronto or visiting, you should really go. It's incredible. But I hear that LA has a place called Pause Studio, which is a similar concept as well. But essentially, you can do a multiple circuits. You go into the sauna first, you stay in there for like ten to twenty minutes, come out and go into the ice bath for. I don't know, 30 seconds to two minutes, however long you want to stay in there. This was my very first time going into an ice bath. And let me tell you you guys, I was terrified. I didn't know how someone who hates the cold as much as I do would survive going into a literal bath of ice cold water topped off with ice cubes. Okay. It was fucking freezing but I started with 30 seconds. And by the end of my third round, I'd done a whole minute. And it's crazy what it does for your mental clarity, your resilience, your confidence. Like you wait, you, you come out of there and you feel superhuman. So if you haven't yet tried hot cold therapy or are like nervous about going into a cold tub or a cold plunge or whatever, I cannot tell you enough about the benefits. I'm addicted now you know, whenever I have a, a prop, like a big enough home, I definitely want an ice bath in there and Nish is obsessed too. So highly, highly recommend. All right. This week's review. This week's review comes to us from sales chick ATL. And she says, must listen. This podcast is filled with useful information that gives me a healthier, happier, more fulfilled life. I always get info that I can immediately apply it to my everyday life. Must listen. This is such a nice review. You guys, if you have a couple of minutes and want to support the show, please take the time to leave me a rating and review the show. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcast app, scroll down to the bottom where it says rate and review the show. If you feel like I've deserved it, leave me a five-star rating. And in the review section, tell me what you're loving. Dream guests, guests you've really enjoyed, topics you want me to cover. The more information you give me, the better it is because it helps me show up as a better host every week, and continue to bring you content that really provides you with a lot of value and hopefully helps you be a better version of yourself because that's my whole goal behind this podcast. All right, with that, let's welcome Jordan Younger to the Dream Bigger podcast. So since the last time we talked on air, because we've talked since then, you had Atticus, Which is such a big shift. You know, you were just pregnant when we last chatted. And since then, I feel like you've had this like huge shift in your whole energy. You know, you've stepped into your 7D era. So take us through that.
2: You really know me because you brought up 7D in the first few seconds of talking. (laughs) You get me. And you were one of the first people to point out to me that when I became a mother, my energy shifted. And you saw that from afar. You were traveling, I was a new mom, and you sent me the best voice message that I still have, which was like, Jordan, you've stepped into a new era. Your Your voice voice has changed. changed.
1: Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. Like you just became so I feel like more powerful and like I can't even explain it. Like it was like this shift and I kept seeing it and I was like, I have to voice note her and tell her. That meant so much
2: to me, which by the way, everybody listening, you should always tell people what you see in them because a lot of times we don't Mm -hmm. and you never know how much it might impact them. Mm -hmm. And you're somebody who said a lot of things to me that have impacted my life, which we will get into. But I do feel like becoming a mother Mm -hmm. has made me feel so much more empowered, embodied in who I really am. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about astrology today and I'm an air sign. So I get really ethereal. I get really out of my body. And at times it has made me struggle. Mm -hmm. So Atticus, I always say he tethers me to this earth and he has made me feel more like myself than ever before. Mm
1: -hmm. Now I have a 10 month old and... I can't believe he's 10 months. I know. He's like the most magical baby like, he is. I know you're sick of hearing that probably, but like Never. truly you guys like this baby, he's like so special. Like the first time I met him, he was my best friend. I was like, wow. What happened? He loves <laughs> you. He was like hugging you. Was he so loves like you and thing? Nish. Oh
2: my God. We were just laughing about the amazing event that you guys did in Santa Barbara. So and Atticus was just like bopping around with Nish. He's like, he was not looking for my mom, not looking for my grandma. Nish is my new best friend. Yeah, he was going around. It was
1: amazing. He's such a cool baby. He's very social. He really is, my God. So talk to us about what 7D means for you.
2: So 7D, is, it's kind of, it's like half a joke and half real. Because I feel like as we become more empowered and embodied Mm -hmm. and step more into who we are here in this 3D reality, this is the third dimension. Earth is kind of a tough place to live. Mm -hmm. Everybody can admit that. There's a lot of division here. And everything that 3D means is Mm -hmm. that we're separate from each other. We have... We're living in the illusion in which you're separate from me, and you know people get triggered. I don't like this about you, but they don't realize that's something that they don't like about themselves. So
1: I love that you say this, and I'm going to get into it. But yes, please keep going. Yes,
2: totally. It's all you know projections, and so as we step into these higher dimensions, and you can think of that. Either in reality, like we're ascending dimensions, we're ascending here on this earth, mm-hmm. or just in a metaphysical sense, like in your mind, you can ascend to 40, to 50. And so in the fifth dimension, it's all about love. You can tell when somebody is vibrating in the fifth dimension because they have love for other people. They have nothing but kind things to say about everybody else. Mm-hmm. They can praise someone even if it's not their favorite person. You just live your life and you mm-hmm. vibrate with love and you don't waste your time with negativity. And then as we go higher and higher, and I feel like I am like a 7D type of soul at this point, which is where we have a trouble with the division here on earth. And when you're operating at something like 7D and you're in a 3D body, things can be super challenging so things like chronic illness can happen and again these are very metaphysical ideas and i understand if this is different and new to your audience well, but that's you what know, we're here to I introduce i'm
1: all about this and like we can talk about it all day long and you know i'm totally with you i think that we can ascend like 3d shit and kind of like aim to get to 5d you know mm-hmm. because i remember like back when I was younger, you know, you have like these like judgmental mean thoughts. And like over time, I've just, I don't have those anymore because anytime I feel triggered by something, I'm like, okay, but what is unhealed within me that makes me feel like such like this kind of way about someone? Yes, And I feel like you can do the work so that you can send loving energy to everyone and not kind of get like so upset when someone has like a different point of view or like they are being a certain way that maybe you don't like or whatever, you know?
2: Exactly. It's like even when we don't love what someone else is doing, we can respect and appreciate that they're having their own life experience. Totally. They have had different circumstances than us that have them operating Mm -hmm. on a specific life program. And as long as they're not hurting anyone, it's like all the more power to you. And if they are, what we do with this fifth dimensional love or seventh dimensional love is just send it their way so that we can make everybody happier. And I would say it's so obvious that you're vibrating on a higher frequency because Array is a 5D brand or a 7D brand. It is not 3D, guys. You can tell by the packaging. You can tell by the way that it works. And you can tell by the authentic love and support that you guys have gotten since you launched because it resonates with people.
1: Yeah. It's like you put things out with a certain vibration and like with Array, it was like that. Like it was really just, and you know this, it was like I had this like deep, innate desire to make a positive impact. And I felt like, okay, like this could be my way of really helping people, you know? And so I'm glad that it resonates. And, you know, we come from like the most like pure and like good place. Well, you can tell. Everybody can tell. It's why the brand is so loved. You're so
2: sweet. So be prepared to be obsessed. Check out Lipstick on the Rim wherever you get your podcast.
1: Okay. So since we last chatted, you have gotten into astrology and I'm so glad you have because I remember when we chatted first, you introduced me to human design. I was telling Jenna when I chatted with yes. her as well, but you are like unnatural. You're like, this is what this says. And like, mm-hmm. this is why you're the way you, and I'm like, How do you know everything about me? Like, you're a natural. So, I'm so glad you've gone more into it, but tell us about that.
2: Yes, thank you so much. I remember sitting at my kitchen table with you, telling you all about your astrology. And I remember, I mean, that was like the second day that I was pregnant, by the way. I didn't know I was pregnant yet, but it's just crazy thinking back on that. That's when you and I were hanging out in Mm -hmm. my apartment, and you really encouraged me to follow the path of astrology, Mm -hmm. which Says it has a lot to do with your chart because you can see gifts in people and you're very oh intuitive and you're very much a seer and mm-hmm. you have a lot of fire energy in your chart but also a lot of earth mm-hmm. that grounds you so you can see this is someone's passion and it could really do something with this and so hearing you say that to me was one of the catalysts of like you know what I've always loved astrology it's always been a hobby a side project an obsession So why not? Why not learn more? Why not incorporate it more into everything that I do? And I
1: feel like you were just so gifted at it, right? Like even I remember as well when I had Jenna on the podcast and like she was doing my human design reading. I was like, this is like your gift, you Mm -hmm. know? And like I felt the same way when you did my reading. I was like, no, like you're seeing things which like uh, someone else can't like this is like what you should be doing.
2: Yes. I think that's when you can tell when someone has a true gift. Mm -hmm. When Jenna looks at a human design chart, it is not just a human design chart. No. She's seeing into your soul. Yeah. and She knows everything about you. This is coming for you and this is coming. She has a true talent an intuitive gift through lifetimes and Yeah, I mean, I'm honored that you feel that way about me in astrology.
1: 100%. Okay, so let's do a little reading because I sent you my chart before earlier on today. So get me into it because, you know, I don't know as much as you do, but I'm always really interested to learn.
2: So you're a Leo sun, Mm -hmm. Taurus moon, and Mm. this makes so much sense as well. And you're still a Cancer rising. So your sun sign is in your second house Mm -hmm. and your moon sign is in your 11th house. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get into everything that means. But let's start with your sun sign. Mm -hmm. So the sun sign is your identity. This is your true self. This Mm -hmm. is how you present to the world. Leo's are all about being expressive and entertaining, and they're good with being the center of attention. Mm -hmm. And it's a fire sign. So you can really push things forward. And a lot of Leos, you'll see them having their own company, Mm -hmm. not working for someone else, especially (laughs) after Saturn return, which is usually after the age of 28 to 30. Mm -hmm. This is when you really step into your leadership Mm -hmm. role. And you're such a leader. So your Leo is in the second house. Which is the house of one's assets, resources, and livelihood, which Mm -hmm. also makes sense to me because your livelihood is a ray. Yeah. And your assets, you know, everything here. And not to mention, you do business with your husband. Yes. (laughs) So we're looking to the relationship aspects of your chart too. But the fact that you're a Leo and you are this fire sign is so much of who you are because you're so social. You're amazing. I was looking at your stories this week and Mm -hmm. I was thinking, Safa is always at a dinner. Savan is always like (laughs) looking amazing, dressed to the nines out at some event or some dinner. And you're just living that LA founder life. And I love that about you so much. And that's very Leo. Mm -hmm. But then on the flip side, and this is what gets interesting, your moon is in Taurus in the Mm -hmm. 11th house. And so Taurus moon, that is a whole opposite part of your personality that is a little bit more homebody. Mm. And you can tell me how you feel about this. That
1: makes a lot of sense. Get into it, but Mm -hmm. I'll explain why.
2: Okay, and this makes a lot more sense to me, too, now that I'm looking closer at it. Your Taurus moon is in the 11th house of friends, community, patrons, and good fortune. Mm-hmm. So you're a homebody, but you want people
1: around. Oh, my God. This makes so much sense. So I love being a homebody. Like, it's interesting because I like going out. I can be very social and I need that. I can't not have that. But at the same time, I'm also like a very, like, chill Person, you know, I'm not someone who's phased by a lot. Like, I like downtime as well. But I notice that whenever I, I'm at home on my own, I leave my door open because I like having Nish there. Or when I'm at home, I love having my brothers there, and I love having my parents there. Or like, when my friends are around, like, I'm fine with them being there as long as I can kind of do my own thing. It feels like nice and like comforting to me, you know. Yes. Even if we're not always talking.
2: Exactly, because you're a social creature. Mm -hmm. You're a Leo in that way. And also, you'll love this about a Taurus moon. So just to get into what the moon sign is, Mm -hmm. before I skip ahead too much, our moon is our emotions. It's how we process our relationships, our Mm -hmm. feelings about things. Oftentimes, we're more connected to our moon than our sun sign. Uh I think you're also pretty connected to your sun sign. Mm -hmm. But Taurus moon is so you because Tauruses are all about luxury all about self-care yes and because it's in the house of friends community etc you're also all about this incredible aesthetic which is so luxurious and it's so you (laughs) anybody who knows you knows that you are the queen of self-care you're always having like the best eye mask and eye gels and like all of the products that we all want to know about which are all luxurious Oh my God. You.
1: I'm obsessed with all things luxury. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a sick obsession. I have to try it all. Like I'm love that.
2: And it's so Taurus of you and it's so Taurus moon. Mm-hmm. And so also I think something that you could step into a little more, and this mm-hmm. is where we get into the intuitive part of the yes. astrology, because I do know you. I think something that would be really healthy for you uh-huh. would be to spend more time at home and doing things just with yourself. So Mm -hmm. I know that you read a lot of books. You're very well read. I think more of that for you would be really good. Like a couple nights a week, take a bath. If Mm -hmm. you like taking a bath, light some candles, read a book, close the door, turn off the phone Mm because I know you're like me and you're always in contact with your friends and your team. And just give yourself that time because I think the Taurus moon part of you would really benefit from that where so many other elements of your personality mm-hmm. are very in the spotlight. Yeah, And I mean, we're going to talk a lot more about this, but with Array, you're doing so much with your company. Your, yeah. Things are on the fast track. Mm-hmm. And so the more that you can take care of yourself and take care of this Taurus, which is a little bit more reserved, kind yeah. of like the opposite of Leo side of yourself, I think would be very
1: healthy for you. You know, it's really interesting that you say this, Jordan, because during the December break, right, like there's like a little portion of time where like our team is off, we're off and like things are just quieter. I always go inwards during that time and like I'll usually do like a course and it's like deeper meditations and like hours and hours where I'm journaling and like journaling is where I like kind of go more inwards. And I love that time of fear where it's like just quiet and it's me. Mm -hmm. So actually last year during that time, Nish got COVID. And so I was quarantining away from him until like I was negative as well. And I actually loved that for myself. You know, I just sit on my own and like I was doing a course. I was doing these really long meditations, like super long journal entries. And it was very nourishing for me. And Mm -hmm. so when I came out of it, I just felt like a stronger version of myself almost. You know, I felt like recharged.
2: Yeah, that's where Safat 7D is going to come in. I'm feeling this really deeply because when you get that recharging time because Mm -hmm. of your Taurus moon in the 11th house, Mm -hmm. your Leo sun in the second house can really thrive, which is your creativity that is going to be poured into your business. And Mm -hmm. it's also going to be poured into the future of your life and your livelihood And then we'll get into your rising, which is here in cancer. And I knew that, okay, even though some elements of your chart are different than what I saw this morning, Uh you're such a cancer rising. And so rising is always in the first house. That is the house of the self. That's where we're reflective. We go inward. Mm -hmm. It's also our outward appearance to the world. Yeah. So not just what other people see physically, but the way that other people see you. People see you as a cancer because you are this incredibly nurturing, warm, caring, emotionally in tune mm-hmm. person. That's what cancers are. So anybody listening who knows a cancer, they're probably have some kind of nurturing role, whether they're actually a mother, like my mom's a cancer. Mm-hmm. And it's like the My mom's definition. a cancer too. So many cancer moms. Yeah. Cancer moms are incredible. The best, the best. And I would say they were born to do that. I, and if not mothers, then they make incredible caretakers, nurses, teachers, yeah. podcast hosts, because that can be a very nurturing place as well. Mm-hmm. So I love your rising sign in conjunction with the rest of your chart, because that's where you, with all this fire in your chart, mm-hmm. are able to... Really get into your emotions, the sentiment of life. Water is flowy, and so when it comes to array, which I know I keep bringing up your business, but I feel like it's actually like intuitively leaping out to me in your chart because it's such a big part of your life right now. That's how you can make the feminine decisions in the business that are really impactful. Because I know your co-founder is your husband. I feel like everyone listening knows that. Mm -hmm. We love Nish. He's an Aquarius, right? Yes. Yeah, and he's such an Aquarius, and so he's gonna—he's the masculine side of the business, and we need both and you do have quite a bit of masculine energy in your chart which we love like that's a lot of the fire that drives mm-hmm. you forward but your cancer rising is this divine feminine energy which every business needs so coupled with your strong personality and your leo Sun, i think that makes perfect sense
1: I really have been trying to step a little bit more into my feminine. Like I've it's interesting because like I feel like it's come up in like a couple of different conversations and interviews that I've done where I think that we've just been trained to be in our masculine for so long, you Mm -hmm. know, and like I know for me personally, like I have had this like innate need to like prove myself that I can go do something on my own, like independent woman, like blah, 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 you Mm -hmm. know, and so It was only recently that I was like, I actually need that balance. I can't just be constantly in my masculine. I won't thrive if that's the case, you know? No, definitely not. I feel like that balance is required. And like, I try to bring it into the business because, you know— Nish is like someone who just gets up and like he can just go. And it's like it is like a very like overwhelmingly masculine energy that he has. Whereas like I need to like do things in a certain way. I need to sit on things sometimes. You know, I'm not as like it's done. You know, exactly. so I try to bring that to the business. But I, it's like really cool that it's in my chart and I should be tapping into that a little bit more as well.
2: Yeah, you have a lot more feminine energy in your chart than I think that you're even aware of. And Mm -hmm. I'm excited to tell you more about it so that you can step more into it. Because as I look at your chart as a whole, Mm -hmm. you have two planets in Cancer, three in Leo, Mm -hmm. three in Virgo. And four in Capricorn, you have one in Libra, and we can get into what all of this means. Yeah, tell us what,
1: like, give us like a granular breakdown of what all of that means. What are the different houses and all of that? Okay,
2: so let's talk about what all of this means. Mm -hmm. So in terms of planets, Mm -hmm. what you've got going on, Cancer is pretty much the only water in your chart. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're talking about with flowy, feminine, we all know about the elements. So Cancer is water, and then the Earth signs are Virgo, Capricorn, and Taurus. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of Taurus and a lot of Capricorn in your chart. So you're very earthy, mm-hmm. a lot more grounded than you may even realize. Yeah. And that that has both masculine and feminine mm-hmm. elements, which we can get into. And then Air is Libra, Gemini, and Aquarius. You really don't have very much of that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of awesome that you have an Aquarius husband, yeah. because you guys are a very good match and yeah. very opposite. And then there is fire Mm -hmm. and you're obviously your fire sign. So the fire signs are Leo, Sagittarius and Aries. And you don't have any Sag or Aries in your chart, but you do have those three planets in Leo. Mm -hmm. So already you have a lot more fire than I do. (laughs) And we make a really good match as friends, which is something that we can get into because we're quite opposite. Mm -hmm. You have so much fire, so much earth, and I'm all air Air, and water. So I love that for us personally. And then for anybody who's listening, who's this is new to them, Mm -hmm. and they want to learn more about this stuff, you can look up your chart by knowing your birthplace, your birth time, and your birthday, Mm -hmm. of course. And there's lots of sites where you can do that. Mm -hmm. And then you can just take a look at where all your placements fall. And based off of what we just said, you can determine which element is big in your chart So we all have all four elements. So I always joke, I'm so airy. I don't have any earth, which is true. But Mm -hmm. we all have a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. So whatever we want to tap more into, we can. And we can seek out people in our lives, friends, partners who are also a good balance to us. Yeah. And there's no such thing as like clashing charts people always ask me, well, if I'm a Leo and my partner or this guy that I'm into is a Libra, is that bad? Because we're so different. Mm-hmm. And what I always want to tell people is there's nothing, no, like every chart can be completely compatible. What it really matters is how aligned is a person yeah. and how how much are they living who they came here to be. Yeah. And that's not just an astrology question. That's how like aligned the higher, are they yeah. in general exactly. and also human design mm-hmm. and you have a great episode on that so there's a lot there's a lot there
1: yeah i mean it, it's really interesting that you say all this because i think it's so true that there is no such thing as like a bad sign or like a bad mm-hmm. match you know it's more so about like how you like embody yourself how you show up so i love that you talk about that so very cool so talk to us about what each of the houses mean and what it means to be in a different planet
2: okay so the houses is- we have one through 12. And this is the stuff that gets really juicy. Okay. Because I think when Tell people. Us the juicy bits. When, when people hate on astrology, yeah. they're very much like, how could every Leo be the same? Mm-hmm. How could every Libra be the same? Yeah. And the truth is, they can't. Yeah. You're a Leo. My husband's a Leo. You guys are very different, mm-hmm. but you have some beautiful similarities, which is why I'm drawn to both of you. Mm-hmm. But so much of the details of our chart happen with which house. Everything falls into. So there's 12 houses and your Leo son, like I was saying, is in the second house, mm-hmm. which is all about asses. asses, asses <laughs> all <laughs> about assets, <laughs> resources, mm-hmm. and livelihood. Yeah. And then mine, for example, and this speaks a lot about who I am, mm-hmm. is in the eighth house. Mm-hmm. So the eighth house, this is interesting, is actually the house of death and benefits gain from death, which is really interesting. Wow! So when you think about me Uh and the path that I've had with chronic illness, and I know we talked about that last time I was on your podcast. So Uh for anyone who doesn't know, that was a lot of death and rebirth and transformation. And when you really dive into the depths of my entire chart, I also have a lot of planets in the 12th house, which actually is the house of transformation, death and rebirth. So when you look at my chart, it's almost like this girl was destined to get sick and heal and rebirth herself.
1: Well, if we look at your entire trajectory, right, because I've been following you for a while and I've seen your journey, right? Like I remember coming across your podcast in 2017 when I was in Paris. Okay. Like that's how clear it is. Oh, I love that. And I fell in love with your podcast and who you were back then is like a very different Jordan than you are today. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, and I feel like you've gone through all of these transformations and like, we've seen it, you know, like on your podcast, like you've experimented so much, like that part of you died. You were born as someone else. You know what I mean? So, And like, even when I told you when you had Atticus, I was like, something has shifted, you know? And like, by that point, like we had become friends. So I could see it like more clearly even than just like someone who is following you. But like, it makes so much sense as you're saying that because your entire journey has been about like rebirth and like, continuing to like step into like bigger and bigger energies, if that makes sense.
2: Definitely. And that's what I'm interested in is evolving and changing. Yes. And when people look at me and they say, you're so different from 2017. I take that as such a huge compliment because we're always evolving. We're always changing. And I would say the same about you. We met two years ago Mm -hmm. and the person that you are now and the things that you're doing and the self-awarenesses that you have, like It's just building upon each other all the time. So I love that. I take that as a huge compliment. (laughs) And we'll get into the 12 houses. So for anybody who might have pulled up their birth chart since we started talking, and you can see now where your sun sign is. We'll start Mm -hmm. with that because that's our zodiac sign. Mm -hmm. Most people in the world at this point know their sun sign. So you can see here which one you resonate with. So the first house, as I was saying, which is where everyone's rising is, is the body appearance and character. And that is your cancer. And then the second house is all about personal money, possessions, and livelihood. That's your sun sign. Third, second house
1: is Leo for me. Yes. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, doesn't it? I know.
2: And it's crazy because I know you. So I'm like, this This is you. I just <laughs> love seeing how everyone's personality is written in the stars. Mm-hmm. There are no mistakes or coincidences. That's what I love so much about astrology. Yeah this was written in the stars. We have free will, Mm -hmm. but people are who they are.
1: Well, also, we can learn to optimize certain parts. Like it's like this. It's you working with yourself to get to the best version of yourself with the resources that you have. So Mm -hmm. I like liken it. And this is like a very basic version of what I'm trying to say. But For example, my body is different from your body, right? So my version of like what I will feel like and look like in my healthiest is very different from what you will look like, you know? Totally. We both have bodies. We can both achieve health, but maybe it's like two different ways of doing it, you Mm -hmm. know? And so it's like working with what you have and understanding who you are, you know? Yes,
2: exactly. And when people ask me, what is the point of knowing about my astrology? Mm -hmm. Because people do say that, by the way, all the time. They're like, well, it's so self-involved. That would be like, I guess, something negative that people would say about Uh astrology, which I find hilarious. Because if we don't know about ourselves, how are we ever going to go out and make the world a better place and be a good friend and partner? And for us, podcast hosts, like Mm -hmm. the more we understand about ourselves, the more we can understand about others. Absolutely. So, That's probably my favorite thing about astrology, and I completely agree with you. And then the third house is the house of siblings, relatives, travel, and communication. Fourth house, parents and home. Fifth house, children. So if you want to have kids, you can always check and we see where your fifth house placements are, and it'll tell you a little bit about like children and parents or how you will be as a parent And then the sixth house, and I'll tell you a funny story about the sixth house, Mm -hmm. is about health, injuries, job, daily routine, and regimens. And a funny story about that is I have so many planets in the sixth house, and I have cancer in the sixth house and Chiron. And Mm -hmm. Chiron is the wounded healer. So for anybody who has had... I know. Anybody who's had chronic illness or been sick in their life, it's so interesting to see where the Chiron falls in the chart because that's where we have to learn the most. And that's where we have our wound. And if we're living aligned, that's where we can shine light on the wound to heal it and then get into a better place. So mine being in the sixth house is wild and also cancer. And cancer is, as we talked about, it's the moon. So it's like, that is the body. That is a very sensitive placement for cancer, the sixth house. So when I look at all of that, I'm just like, okay, again, written in the stars, It gave me permission to know it wasn't my fault that I got sick and it's not my fault that I'm such a sensitive person Mm -hmm. and that I'm also changing and evolving so much because that is kind of part of what the wounded healer does. That's insane. Isn't it? Jordan. Yes. What the hell? I know. And when I found that out, that's when I was like, you know what? Astrology has to be more than just a hobby for me. This is yeah. like something that I need people to know. And so for anyone listening who's struggled with their health, I definitely would say check out what's going on in your 6th house. Yeah. And even if it's not the same as mine, I would love to, you know, do a deep dive on this. I would love to write a book about this one day because I've seen so many similarities. that is
1: insane Mm -hmm. can like wow i know
2: it's so wild and then just to tell you about the rest of the houses seventh house is marriage and business partnerships and i wanted to check that out for Mm -hmm. you oh my god of course here you are this is where you have your four planets in capricorn and everybody now knows like you work with your husband and so marriage and business relationships are one in the same. And so I knew you would have a lot going on in your seventh house Mm -hmm. and it's all Capricorn. And that is the planet of work. Mm -hmm. How crazy is that? (laughs) So not only, so you have Neptune, Uranus in Capricorn, you also have your North Node in Capricorn in the seventh house. North Node is what we're striving for in this lifetime. Uh So we step more and more into our North Node the older that we get. And then our south node is always on the opposite of the wheel from the north node. So yours is in cancer. Mm -hmm. And that's more of our natural inclination. If you believe in past lives, they would say in a past life, Mm -hmm. you were a cancer. That was your south node. So in this life, you're striving toward Capricorn in the seventh house, which is all about worldly success.
1: Oh my God, that's like so weird how much sense that makes. I know. And I
2: see this in you so deeply because you're also a cancer rising. Yeah. So this is where like the whole chart comes into play. Uh You're a very naturally inclined cancer-oriented person, which we love, but actually for the involvement of your soul in this lifetime To step more into Capricorn and kind of inch your way out of your comfort zone of cancer is huge.
1: I also like whenever I speak to Capricorns, like there's like from a work perspective, I feel like there's something there because these are like the biggest like type A sort of like go getters that I've seen. And I see so much of myself in that. in like the work world, you know, I'm so ambitious and like. Yes, you definitely
2: would have such a kinship Mm -hmm. with other Capricorn placements for sure. Yeah. So our mutual friend, Crystal Williams, she has a ton of Capricorn in her chart and she's a Pisces. But when I think of Capricorn work energy, I think Mm of her and Uh, she would say that too. Mm -hmm. She really resonates with her Capricorn energy. And you're so Capricorn energy too. And what I love about this is it's also in your house of committed partnerships. So the fact that you're you're working with the love of your life and you're creating something is just so meant to be. Mm-hmm. You guys are not a couple who's going to run into issues working together. Yes. It's easy
1: for you. Guys. Yes. Like anytime I talk to people about this, like Nish and I's working relationships, it's really interesting because I'm like, it's not that hard for us. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we balance each other out really well. And it's just... It was something that we wanted to do, you know, yeah. like we knew long before we started Array that we were meant to have some sort of like a work partnership because we were just so compatible in that sense. Like yes. it's hard to explain. but I like, know, but I get it
2: because I know you guys and yeah. you guys started as friends and you have this beautiful friendship between mm-hmm. you that goes beyond your marriage and yes. goes beyond your business partnership. Yes. So that's all written in the stars. And it's helpful for people listening because Sometimes working with your partner is not a good idea. Yeah. And you could look into your chart to see what's going on in the seventh house uh-huh. and what's going on in the seventh house for your partner. And at some time we can look at Nisha's chart too, yes. but we, we already know it's compatible. But all of your Capricorn energy here is amazing. And also you have Neptune in Capricorn in the seventh house, which is actually a very creative planet. Neptune is all about imagination, transcendence. But the fact that you have Capricorn there means that you can harness all of that imagination Mm -hmm. and turn it into something very grounded, very worldly, Mm -hmm. which is a product. Yeah. I mean, at this time, you're going to create a lot of things in your life.
1: I feel like I am. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's written in the stars, you guys. (laughs) We can't wait to see what
2: comes next. I'm also going to say it's going to make you a really amazing mother. Eighth house, we talked about. That's my Mm -hmm. placement, death also money received from others. So I don't know, maybe I need to be raising capital at some point, which is not something I've ever done. But you never know because it's actually written in the stars for me. That could be a really positive thing. Mm -hmm. Ninth house is travel, higher education, religion, belief system. Tenth house is profession, reputation, actions. Eleventh house is friends. That's Mm -hmm. what we talked about with your Mm -hmm. moon sign. And the twelfth house is, like I was saying, afflictions, karma, transcendence what is hidden. It can be a little dark. Mm -hmm. And so for those of us who have a lot of placements in the 12th house, get ready for the darkness, but it's not going to take over your life. You just need to learn how to ride through the darkness and bring light into it, which has been pretty much the work of my life. You, I mean,
1: honestly, Jordan, like when I think of you, I'm like, she's like such a light. Thank you. Like, and I've said this to you, I say this to you a lot where, and like, anytime I talk to People about you. I'm like, no, she's like, there's like this light about her. And it's so interesting because, like, you've gone through so much in your life, you know, Mm -hmm. you've struggled with chronic illness and yet you just keep coming out like stronger and stronger. Like, I don't know, like, it's so crazy. Thank you. I mean, that means so much to me because it
2: means you really see me Mm -hmm. because I do feel that way and I've had to work hard to live that way because I have overcome a lot of darkness and I still do. Mm -hmm. So, Something about me is that I'm always healing something. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm here to heal some type of lineage pain. Mm -hmm. And I'm a really old soul. So I'm able to do that. And I tell my parents and my siblings, you're welcome. Like in a joking way, but a serious way, because I know this was my path and Mm -hmm. this wasn't their path. And I can't put that on them. But for some reason, I came to this earth to heal a lot of pain in the lineage. And so it's intense on the body. But the only way that we can transform darkness is by being the light. So that's my daily mantra.
1: I love that. To be the light. That's so beautiful. So talk to me about what it means when different planets are in, like, you know, you said like Neptune, for example, in a Mm -hmm. specific house with my Capricorn. Like, what does that mean?
2: Yeah. So what that means is of all the different planets Uh in everybody's chart, they fall into a specific house. And so Neptune for everybody yeah. is the planet of creativity, transcendence. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you and I share Neptune and Capricorn, which I think is pretty cool because that's a creative realm mm-hmm. that we can bring into an earthly place. Mm-hmm. And then you've got it in the seventh house. Mm-hmm. So that's why charts are like a whole language of their own, because not only does a planet fall into a house placement, mm-hmm. but it also is correlated with a specific sign. And it's pretty incredible to read. It's like we could write a book on every single person's, on every single person's chart. And every planet has specific meaning. So we were talking about Neptune. Mm -hmm. We love the planet Uranus because that's how we innovate and Uh disrupt in the world. And so yeah, yours is also in Capricorn, also in the seventh house.
0: Wow! So that's
2: why this seventh house placement for you of marriage Mm -hmm. and business relationships is so huge in your life because you're innovating. You're kind of like changing the modern marriage, Mm -hmm. I would have to say. Yeah. And that's what you guys do. Like you're showing people, you're showing a different and older generation. Hey, look, I can work with my husband and I can be equal with him Mm -hmm. and we're co-founders and I'm just as involved as he is. And in fact, the energy that I bring to the table is just as important as his, if not more. And then his, you know, same because you guys bring something so unique. I love that about your seventh house. It's really prominent in your chart. And that's where you have the most planets. You have six planets right there in Capricorn. Wow. That's called a conjunction. So if anybody has pulled up their chart and you see multiple planets in one house, that is where you're conjunct. And Mm -hmm. you also have quite a bit of conjunctions in Leo Mm -hmm. and then in Virgo. And we haven't talked about your Virgo at all yet. Yes. So. Tell
1: me, tell me. Yeah.
2: Let's shout out because I'm sure there are plenty of Virgos mm-hmm. listening. And we love Virgo. It's an earth sign. Mm-hmm. Of course, you have a lot of Virgo. Virgo's type A. <laughs> Virgo is they get shit done. They kind of, I guess, like the bad reputation that Virgos get is like they're so serious that we want Virgos to have a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. But you don't have that problem because you're Leo. <laughs> so your Virgo is in the third house and you have Mercury, Venus and Mars. Mm -hmm. And Mercury is how you communicate. Venus is how you connect and how you love. Mm -hmm. And Mars is how you take action. So all of that being in the third house Mm -hmm. is communication, daily life, and extended family. And I happen to know about you. You're really close with your family. Yes. and And you're amazing at
1: communicating. Well, also the daily life thing. I feel like I'm so like, like I have like a specific routine that I like to follow, Yes, you do. I know
2: I know this about you. And this is making so much sense. Yeah. Because anybody who follows you on social media, for Uh example, you are never not having your cinnamon americano in the morning. (laughs) You're never not getting your morning steps in and listening to a podcast. And you're really good with like your weekly series on Instagram. I know (laughs) that on a specific day of the week, you're going to do the book or podcast thing. And I, you know, I follow you super closely and I know you personally. So you're so Virgo about your daily routine routine. Oh my God. That,
1: okay. This is so fascinating, Jordan. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so you. So talk to me about like, how did you even realize that or like what drew you into astrology to begin with? Because I feel like it's like a calling.
2: Yes, I think. And I have to say like it was written in the stars Uh um, for me because before I even knew much about astrology Uh as a kid, I was obsessed with being a Libra. I didn't even know what it meant, but I'm like, I'm going to get a Libra tattoo one day. And then when I was 21, living in Italy, studying abroad, I got a Libra tattoo on my ribcage. And this was before I dove into knowing really much about astrology. And it's interesting because people always say, oh, you got the Libra tattoo because Libra means balance. And my business is the balanced blonde. But all of that is just coincidental. It's oh like, this is just who I am. So... I would say it's a passion that came from a very early age. I was always interested in metaphysical things. And even if I didn't know about them yet, I knew. This is a language that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. The planets speak to me. They make sense to me. Mm -hmm. I have memories of, you know, being up there. And I know that that sounds wild, but they make sense to me.
1: Yeah. And how did you start tapping into that part of yourself? Because like, It's interesting. Like I started following you, and then like we became friends. So like seeing your journey, it was like you started to tap into that part of yourself, and you took everyone on that journey with you. You know, when you Mm -hmm. started the balance bond, like that's not where you were. Like you are today. Does that make sense? Yeah.
2: Oh, absolutely. I've changed so much. I started the balance bond ten years ago. Oh my god! You're like a baby. Twenty-two. I just turned thirty-two, and it was a vegan food blog. Yeah. But I always knew I was more interested in writing about lifestyle. It was kind of like an online diary, even Uh, from the beginning. And people would say, hey, we're here for the recipes. But I'm like, sorry, I'm talking about my weekend trip with my family and like my (laughs) life in New York. So I did start to garner this really cool audience who was interested in my life. And they were interested in my life because they felt some kind of similarities. And that, that was the first time in my life when I really connected with people, realized there's a lot of people out there like me. Because people in my personal life, when I was younger at least, and I love these people still, are different than me, really different. So I felt like really sensitive, really obsessed with health and wellness in a way that I didn't know anybody else who was. Mm -hmm. And then years down the line, spirituality. And it was starting my podcast six years ago that got me really interested in spirituality because I had the opportunity to interview mediums and psychics and channels and cosmic consciousness experts Mm -hmm. and like... I just realized this is the actually like, I'm not just interested in this. This is my path. This is my passion. And I started meeting these mediums and the ones that I trusted at least would say, you know what? You have this gift as well. So I was so excited by that. And then as the years have unfolded, I've seen how true that is and how not knowing that about myself when I was younger was the cause of a lot of my problems, like mental health problems, physical health problems, because I didn't know who I was. I don't fault anyone for that. My parents are amazing. You know that. I'm obsessed. Um, My mom is your biggest fan. So my parents would be the first to say that they didn't know about any of this stuff when they were raising me. Um, And that's another reason why I'm so passionate about it now is I want to teach people about this stuff so that they can know how to raise their kids in a way that's supportive to each child. And obviously that goes for my own life as well with
1: Atticus. Well, how can we use human design to figure out how to parent better? You Mm -hmm. know, every child is different. And me and my two brothers grew up in the same house, right? Same parents, but we're so different. Mm -hmm. We responded to things differently. What worked for my parents for me did not work on my brothers and vice versa, you know? And so I feel like with astrology or human design, these are things like these are tools that we can use to better understand how to show up as parents or like as a child, even like understand why you feel a certain way over certain things. You know what I mean?
2: yeah i think it's so important because so many of us feel different because we all are meant to be different from each other we spend so much of our lives when we're younger trying to be like everybody else yeah but what if we were given the gift of knowing that we are unique and different and Mm -hmm. that's the magic and that's where all the magic lies so from astrology to human design and beyond i think raising our children with these concepts in mind which by the way, is ancient. You know, some people like to say like, ooh, astrology is so new age. It's the opposite. I'm sorry. Like if we look at the old Egyptian caves, I mean, this stuff was etched on the walls. Mm -hmm. This is going back to ancient times. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but they knew more than we do about how to live.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That is incredible. Okay. So before we wrap, I want to do a quick rapid fire. Please. Okay. So first question, what's a habit that's a non-negotiable for you?
2: meditation.
1: I know that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. Number two, if someone wants to start on their own spiritual journey, what can they do today? I would say start journaling. You got to get to know yourself. Love this answer because that's kind of what put me on my path. And it's like, that's how I tap into spirituality for myself.
2: Yeah. With journaling, there's something you can try called automatic writing, which is putting pen to paper. You know about this and seeing what comes through. And just having trust. This is coming from a higher place. This is coming from your higher self. You can even try to talk to people who've passed on. And if you don't get in your own way mentally, that's an amazing way to tap into deeper forms of spirituality too.
1: Yeah, this is like a great tip because also sometimes when I get stuck on things, I try automatic writing and like the answers come. Yes. It's like the most insane thing.
2: Because your soul knows our minds get in the way. Our anxiety gets in the way. That's just part of being human. You could be the most evolved 7 D person and you're still going to have a mind because we are humans with Mm -hmm. egos. But our higher self knows.
1: Yes. Love that. Okay. Last question. If you could share one tip for a fire earth, water, and air sign, what would it be?
2: Oh my God. I love this. I love this. Okay. Fire signs. You guys are truly passionate, truly fast-paced. My tip Mm -hmm. would be to find a little bit more harmony in your life because fire signs often underestimate the power of harmony and peace. Air signs, talking to myself up in here, call your energy back into your body. Our energy can like go out into the ethers and it's the beauty of us. And it's also the detriment. So I like to do a meditation every morning to call my energy back into my body. And I would recommend that to every earth sign. Water, you guys are emotional. We love this about you. Know that if you're getting your feelings hurt often, it's not your fault, but it's also not the other person's fault. We forget when we're water signs that people don't feel the same way as we do. People are not as emotional as we are. So sometimes... And I would only say this to watery people. You got to take the emotions out of it just for your own benefit and happiness. Mm -hmm. And you can still be that person. That's your beauty. We love that. That's how water signs shine. But I just don't like to see my water sign friends getting their feelings hurt so often, which I relate to because I'm a Cancer Moon. So as always, I'm also talking to myself. And then Earth signs. We love you guys. Our Virgos, Tauruses, Capricorns. I would say you're very grounded. We love this about you but also you can have a little bit more fun. It doesn't have to always be so type A. And obviously this is very generalized, Mm -hmm. but for a lot of earth signs that I'm thinking about specifically, let loose. You don't have to have anything planned in advance. You don't have to have everything planned in advance. That is.
1: I love this, Jordan. This has been a joy as always. Tell everyone where they can find you.
2: I love you. Thank you for this. This was So fun. fun. And I would talk to you about this all day. You are
1: so talented. Like blows me away. Thank you.
2: Maybe in a year we'll be doing this and I will be at a whole other level of astrology. That's the cool thing. I have
1: no doubt that you will be.
2: Forever student over here. And yes, everybody can find me on The Balanced Blonde. I have The Balanced Blonde podcast, which SIF is coming on right now. And then The Balanced Blonde on Instagram, YouTube, all the places. Amazing. Thank you.
1: Thank you, my love. I adore you. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved the episode and feel like it brought you value, don't forget to rate the show and leave a review. It takes five seconds and really helps the show grow so I can keep bringing on awesome guests. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can find me on Instagram at sifhider. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I drop new episodes every Tuesday, so come hang with me and shoot the shit with some really smart people. Learn and unlearn and have a lot of fun. See you next week.